On today's episode of The Geek, we talk about the geek news of the week, including the new Spawn movie starring Jamie Foxx that nobody every, really seems to care about. Yeah, that's gonna suck. Yeah. Speaking of unoriginal concepts, uh, are we gonna talk about Doom Patrol? Uh, yeah. I'm gonna redo it. Me, my mom, me, my mom, me, my mom. We cool? Yeah. Okay, cool. Uh, I'm not trying to rush you, but it says it's out of battery, so... On today's episode of Key, we talk about unoriginal concepts, like the Spawn reboot that we're all looking forward to. Mmm. Great. This is gonna be Jamie Foxx's hit. Mmm. A uh, bunch of TV shows that may or may not happen. Yeah. A bunch of movies that may or may not happen. This is our speculation episode. Yeah. So stay tuned. <laughs> A lot of Teen Titan this episode. Coming at you from sunny Southern California, this is The Keeg. Uh, it is episode 15 of season three, and I am pumped. I'm your host, Dimitri Pereira, and we got a lot of news to cover. Uh, not much time to do it. That's why I've invited two of my lovely guests. Uh, to my left, we have Amanda Barker. She is an artist and product development assistant at Cryptozoic Entertainment. Did I say that right? Uh, yes. Yes. Okay. Amanda Barker. Yes. Okay. I know, it's no, very hard to pronounce. Yeah, no. <laughs> uh, how you doing today, Amanda? <laughs> I am good. Um, yeah. Yeah? It's your third time on the Keeg this season. Yes. Uh, do you feel honored? I do. Okay. I feel very, very special to be here so frequently. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, We're just going to build, like, a bed for you in the corner. Very good. Uh, I practically lived here anyways. Yeah, so you used to work here. I did, yes. I worked at Comet Quest for a year and a half, and it was beautiful. And if you didn't have a bed then, why would you get a bed now? I'll just, I'll just use the old one. Is there a bed here? No. Uh, <laughs> Should have uh, been. That would be certain comic book lovers' dream. Oh, to, yes. To, like, live, to just live in, a, in a comic shop. It's great. Uh, to the left of Amanda, we have first time season three guest, but millionth time guest overall, past seasons, Hero Carlisle would not leave me alone mm. previous seasons, and then he got the hint this season. I did. I, 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 we took a break for a while. Yeah. It was nice. Yeah. I went to Cancun, discovered my sexuality. That's fair. Um, and now I'm back. That's I'm feeling fresh and easy and, and more a, a, a more complete person. Yeah. Yeah, that's the end of Shawshank Redemption, right? That's that is exactly how it ends. Yeah, Morgan Freeman goes down to Cabo and they discovers his sexuality. Um, I don't know in yeah. this climate, though. I, I don't know in this climate. I don't know about don't Morgan know. Freeman discovering his sexuality. I, I wow. do not want Morgan Freeman to discover anyone's sexuality mm. anymore. Yeah, um, that that ship has sailed. Yeah, uh, Hero, you're a comedian. I am and a freelance comedian. writer. I am a freelance writer as well. That sounds amazing. And it's interesting. It's a lot of fun for the most part. Uh, yeah, it's I'm living the dream. Your dream, if you're listening to it right now or watching us right now, your dream, I'm living it. <laughs> this is the face that's living your dream, <laughs> so deal with that. <laughs> if you guys uh, uh, don't want to see Hero's face anymore, you can hashtag Keeg Talk, uh, and we will no longer allow Hero on the show anymore. I'm just putting that out there. That's an option. Yeah. Option. Yeah. Um, Hero has no. to earn these views. Yeah. No. The fibes of them. It's it's the true. fibes of it's our. It's true. Views. It's true. I, yeah. I, I I I've already messed up. I'm gonna go back to the background. It's a delicate relationship. It's a very delicate relationship. Yeah. 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 Look, the online market is very volatile. No. Uh, if there's anything that I've learned from being a podcast mogul, um, it's that uh, you know. You, you take the good with the bad and the ups yeah. and the downs. Well, I, I let the celebrity of last season get to my head. Yeah. Um, and, yeah, just just too much cocaine. Um, it was wild. It was wild. Behind the scenes, it was crazy. There yeah. were We had uh, a lot of fans, uh, a lot of drugs, a lot of groupies. Mm -hmm. It just didn't mix. Yeah, like the, the Comic-Con stuff we did last year, we can never show people. We yeah. would go to jail. Yeah. We would go to jail, yeah. Dimitri. And Halle Berry has told us never to show the Never. And I love me some Hallie Crunchberry, so it's not going to happen. That you're, She loved your nickname for her. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, that wasn't it. I'm not allowed to say her nickname <laughs> <laughs> well, Let's say Crunch. Is <laughs> that cr Samantha B. got in trouble. <laughs> so uh, Crunch is her nickname. Yes. Um, 
So, uh, starting with Amanda, mm -hmm. uh, there's always in this, especially nowadays, uh, a lot of geek news, mm -hmm. a lot of geek stuff coming out, um, uh, video games, movies, TV shows, whatever. Uh, what are you all about right now? Yes, um, well, I am a Star Wars fan. Um, I'm also a collectibles fan. You um, like you like Star Wars and collectibles? So I would much. never have guessed. Oh my gosh, I have so many, so many. And um, so Solo coming out was really great. I got to see a pre-screening. I have to tell everybody that I know. Hey, have you seen I, Solo yet? Yes, I got to see it earlier, <laughs> sooner, first. So it's the best. Um, also, um, as far as collectible news, um, the Kylo Ren centerpiece came out, um, the Black Series Kylo Ren centerpiece, and I have acquired it. It's very beautiful. It's about yay big on a base, and it's the image of him stopping uh, Poe Dameron's laser blast, mm -hmm. which is one of my favorite parts of that movie. Just like, oh, it was so cool. Um, the detail's absolutely beautiful, amazing. The sculpt is amazing, um, and it lights up naturally. Uh, the laser the laser blast? Yes, and there's like a Ooh. fire piece on it too, so um, the fire flickers with the, like, the warm uh, red light, and then mm. the blue light flickers and pops like the... Uh, like the laser blast, it's absolutely beautiful, and it's on my desk at work. Huh? huh. And you can decorate your desk at work, right? Oh my god! Um, so I work in collectibles, so that is most certainly the case. Um, my desk is covered in Star Wars and DC bombshells paraphernalia. It's beautiful. I have a Catwoman statue. Uh, action figures, all sorts of things. Um, since I work in collectibles and designing collectibles, we also get product samples. Um, we have um, sculpts and resin casts of the collectibles that we have upcoming, so those are everywhere. It's a very um, stuff-heavy desk. <laughs> I can imagine, working at Cryptozoic. Uh-huh. Uh, Hero. <laughs> yeah. What are you all about? Right now? I'm all about D&D, &D, man. Yeah? I'm, like, so into it. I go through phases. Yeah. Like, it's like, World of Warcraft, that was fun. Batman, that was fun. Uh, Depression, that was less fun. That was a phase. <laughs> that was a phase. And then uh, now it's now it's D and D. Uh, my birthday rolled around, and so I got some pretty cool hookups. I got some new dice. Um, I got the new five E uh, release, Mordekainen's uh, Tome of Foes, which is a really good book. Um, and then I got a DM screen, uh, not uh, a third party DM screen. I think it's Hex master dm screen it's really cool so uh i'm i'm gonna start playing with uh, my brother and my girlfriend and a couple of friends and we're really excited uh because 5e uh is a good system i i hope they don't ruin it uh but that's what wizards of the coast does so what can you do does Wizards of the coast own dungeons and dragons yep mm -hmm. dungeons and dragons oh. and magic the gathering and pokemon and i think Yu-Gi-Oh. <laughs> yeah i remember yeah. pokemon yeah and then uh, weirdly enough, after the first X-Men movie came out, they came out with, like, little trading card that, like, battle card, like it was a card Yeah, game. yeah, yeah. Um, and it's really interesting going back and looking at it, because it came out with a comic that would, like, take place between one and two, before two even came out. And it was, like, it was so weird. It was just, it had the acolytes in it, and then, like, it was, anyway, it was weird. It was, like, what they wanted X-Men 2 to, like, have. Mm. They, I don't, know how they were allowed to just kind of like create their own thing uh why marvel or was Fox like there were a villain who's like i'm the card master and i have cards no no no. <laughs> it wasn't like a hostess fruit pie commercial <laughs> <laughs> hey man those are great the only way spider-man can defeat the vulture is with the power of hostess yeah. chocolate cream pies yeah Ooh, i do like i do like fruit pies yeah like those type this of episode of keeg brought to you by <laughs> hostess fruit pies Chocolate cream, more like chocolate dream. <laughs> I just made that up. Uh, we are so getting sued. We will write. We will write their ads for them. Mm -hmm. Yeah, why not? Um, so, a lot of geek news to cover. Yeah. Uh, some things that some people care about. Some people things that you know people don't care about. Uh, but we're going to talk about it all, or at Sounds least good. as much as we can, in an hour-long show. Um, something that people don't care about, or at least I don't, and. Uh, I don't know who does. Uh, there's going to be a new Spawn movie coming out starring Jamie Foxx as Spawn. Uh, Todd McFarlane has been stated to have said that it's not going to be an origin movie. It'll just kind of, you know, happen, which is good. At least they're steering away from the origin movie. Um, 
Oh, do you have a, a spawn like, related? Tell to me him? one spawn story that isn't his origin story. <laughs> well, like, there's that tell story me one where he dies and okay, no, that's, no, that's his origin. Yeah, that is his origin. <laughs> but th- there's the one story where he gets his powers from. Um, no, that's his origin. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Well, I also don't know much about Spawn, and I never really cared much about him, and I haven't seen the original movie. Mm-hmm. Um, Amanda, have you seen Spawn at all? No, actually. Have you ever wanted to? No. I mean, I guess sometimes, yeah. but it's, I don't know. Yeah, I'm kind of in your camp where it was like, I never bothered. Yeah. So. I mean, I grew up as a DC Marvel fanboy. Mm-hmm. Uh and even then, because like I feel like back in the '90s, people were like, "Oh, that's for kids." Mm-hmm. I'm gonna wa- read Spawn. I'm gonna like read like all that like blood uh, spot. Yeah, blood, is, blood is that bloodshot? Blood, no, I'm yes. pretty sure it's blood spot. I mean, that's fair. Um, <laughs> His symbol is like a red circle. Like, isn't he blood spot? No, you're, I'm blood, just kidding. Yeah. You're probably gotcha, right. Yeah. Uh, too many jokes. Anyway, uh, <laughs> I'm gonna skip over that. Uh, but yeah, I don't know. I never cared about the anti-heroes and the edgy heroes and mm-hmm. all that stuff. Uh, yeah. Um, do you know what the release date timeline was for that? Because I know there's a. Okay, I 100% know that Venom and Spawn are not the same thing, but like at the same time, they. Yeah. There's a Spawn film coming out, so I'm thinking like, what? Like a living cape, right? Well, like, uh, like the the similar. the the costume, the Hellion costume of Spawn is very similar in its functionality to Venom, mm. which is like so surprising because like Todd McFarlane had nothing to do with both of them. <laughs> you know, it's it's not like he's a dude who really had one good idea and yeah. kind of like dragged it out for decades. It's not like Neil Gaiman came up with the best characters for Spawn and then sued his ass into oblivion so that he can't use them anymore. I know about Spawn. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I can tell. I know a little bit about Spawn. I also That's think it's good. funny, like, when 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 writers go to, like, their third-party companies and create characters that were just like their characters before. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, Liefeld did that. Yeah. Um, and a lot of those guys who went from um, from Marvel to, um, um, uh, w- w- what's the company? Why am I? Wildcat or something like that? Wildstorm? Yeah. yeah, where was Wildcats from? I think it was oh. Wildstorm. Uh, what, what company? What comic? Uh, image? No. No, no, no. Um, uh, it was Image, right? Probably. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so they just like, created, like, no. there's like, 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 Liefeld made a Deadpool ripoff. Mm-hmm. Which is great because Deadpool is a ripoff. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, which they go over in the Teen Titans Go to the oh, movies yeah, yeah. Yeah, trailer. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, where Deathstroke was like, I came first. Mm-hmm. Uh, it was Will Arnett. Uh, yeah, that, that, looks, so that looks really good. Yeah. That looks really good. Yeah. The self the self aware humor really fits their the thing that they're trying to do. I think it's yeah. a good decision to take the film if they were ha- gonna try. I have this idea that um, the Teen Titans Go movie is going to end with like them at Warner Brothers. It's gonna be like, no, we can't give you a movie, but we'll give you a TV show. And then like right before the credits, it's going to be the intro to the original Teen Titans TV show. Uh. And so like the Teen Titans TV show exit, like that's what I'm hoping, like that kind of joke. Uh. Uh, I love that the best thing about the Spawn movie is it segued us into Teen Titans Go, yeah. the movie. That made me happy. <laughs> well, I mean, yeah, I mean, one I clearly care about more than the other. <laughs> and Jamie Foxx, like, what are you doing, Jamie Foxx? Like, I mean, like he needs a vehicle. I like, guess it's kind of true. I guess I, I I don't know, man. I don't know. Electro didn't work out so well for him. That was mm-hmm. his last comic book related movie, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. Um, I mean, it could be cool if like they stripped down everything that made Spawn Spawn and did something completely different. And but like, I don't I don't know I don't know. There, I don't have much hope because. Uh, my understanding is Todd McFarlane is very heavily involved yeah. in the creative, and that's a terrible mistake. Yeah. Like, not just a mistake. Because you're too close one. to your baby. Yeah. You, can't. You, mm. can't, you can't look at it accurately. And plus, he created Spawn exclusively to sell toys. He wasn't interested in... Oh, was it? Uh, yeah. yeah. That's, that's why Spawn was so cool. Like, he looks cool, he, he does nothing, and there's a thousand variations yeah. of him. I don't even know Spawn's like, powers other than his cape can do stuff, right? Uh, he's got like possessed chains. Oh yeah. And he's got like Ghost Rider demon guns that okay. 
like shoot demon bullets. And, <laughs> like he can throw hellfire sometimes, and so it's Ghost Rider. He regenerates. Yeah, he's yeah, right? he's, he's a ripoff. Yeah, mm. he's just a terrible. He's a terrible character. <laughs> <laughs> uh, moving away from characters that uh, you know I don't really care for, but like also tying in with Teen Titans. Um, Teen Titans is gonna have their live action show. Uh, the DC streaming service, mm-hmm. DC Universe, uh, which we went over a couple episodes ago. Um, Remind me again how you felt about that. <clears throat> we'll see. This is kind of what it is. Mm-hmm. You know, there's that's fair. like also they're doing a live action Swamp Thing show, and mm. I think that's weird. Out of all the characters, like why? Why? Do, I don't know. Um, and but they're gonna spin off a Doom Patrol TV show, or when I. I have to quote TV show, right? Like, with streaming services, they're not necessarily TV shows. They could be as shitty or as good as, you know, I think you'd classify them as series. Yeah. 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 You you wouldn't, you'd just A live action series. series. Live action series. series. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, So they're going to spin off a Doom Patrol live action series from the Titans live action series. Uh, Doom Patrol will star Cyborg and get the team together with Cyborg. Uh, Amanda... You've, I mean, you've read the comics and whatnot. Like, mm-hmm. I don't know. I'm a little, I don't know what DC is doing. I, I don't know if DC knows what DC is doing. Yeah. Um, I feel like they're trying to figure out what works for them. And so they're throwing a lot at the wall and seeing what sticks. Yeah. Um, I also think that they've been doing, I know you watch more of the television than yeah. me, but I think DC found that. I think DC's strength lies in their comics and then in their television. Mm-hmm. Their movies kind of fall flat when they try to bite off more they can, than they can chew, and yeah. they try too much to be something that they're not. Yeah. Um, so I think that shows kind of fit the format that they can handle a little bit better. Um, yeah, I'm not sure how Cyborg is going to work in the Doom Patrol. Like, yeah. Like, neither here nor there, like, not negative or anything positively. I just don't, I don't know what that's going to look like. Yeah. And I know there was a discussion about um, like a cyborg film and whether yeah. or not this Doom Patrol series that was going to feature cyborg was going to affect that film. Yeah. Uh, first thing, I, I don't know. Uh, Hero, are you look? Would you have looked forward to a cyborg solo movie? Uh, no. <laughs> yeah. Like, Same here. hard no. Yeah. Uh, because like again. Uh, Name me one storyline. Name me one storyline with with Cyborg. There, yeah. there are literally none. Yeah, um, he is he is a sidekick to no one. Yeah, he is he is a member of the Teen Titans. Yeah, like, that is his role. Sometimes he is a Junior Justice League member. Yeah, um, I like him I, best I, as a Teen Titan. I person. did like I did like the depiction of him in Justice League. It was one of the few characterizations that I enjoyed in yeah. the film. Him and Aquaman. But not enough to make me go, like, I want that character to have a movie. I want the actor to be in stuff. He was a fantastic yeah. actor. Uh, He's he a stage a very, actor. He had a very hard job, and he did it pretty well. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, like, I have no interest in seeing Cyborg in anything other than Teen Titans Go! the movie. <laughs> <laughs> oh, boy. Sorry to bring it back there, but, like, mm-hmm. that's, like, I, I don't like moody Cyborg. I don't like team leader cyborg yeah i like silly probably a stoner cyborg <laughs> booyah cyborg. yeah booyah i like exactly. booyah cyborg yeah. too he needs to, he needs to be 16 and a jock but like a genius jock yeah mm-hmm. and and goofy and fun and i can't imagine him leading a team called doom patrol is gonna be that yeah yeah also doom patrol has robot man already Who's a full robot? Cyborg <laughs> half robot. Well, then that, that's how, like, I'm sure at Warner Brothers, they're like, well, that's how we're going to address the racial tensions without <laughs> making it about how Cyborg's black. There will be a full robot, and he's half robot. And yeah, he's like, which one of them voted for Obama? <laughs> what world do I belong to? Exactly. Am I robot or man? Yeah, no, you the robots won't accept me. So is Professor X going to be in it then? In Doom Patrol? In Doom Patrol? You're talking about Niles Calder? Yes. <laughs> well, well, I mean, I'm sure you guys know about like the back story about Doom Patrol coming out at the same time X-Men came out. The I think it came out like a year before. Or a month or a couple months. It was like three months. It, uh, mm-hmm. Just enough time for Stan Lee to completely rip off the idea. Yeah. Well, God bless people him. say it's enough time that they're absolved of ripping it off because to release that idea, they would have had to have had that... It, 
like in production yeah. for a certain amount of time, and so it wasn't enough time to like just create a like a ripoff. Well, I most certainly know that things do not have to be on the market for them to be ripped off. Yeah. yeah. Also, back in the day, DC and Marvel people used to like like get lunch together. And, oh like, yeah, head that's all out it takes. And, like, that's all it you know, takes. yeah. Uh, because the basic stories between Doom Patrol and X Men is a group of misfits that aren't uh, accepted by the outside world, led by a smart guy in a wheelchair. <laughs> <laughs> like, what uh, freaks and outcasts and like what, it's, what a completely original idea wasn't a uh, Beast Boy a member of yeah uh, the Doom people? yeah he was no known as Changeling back then yeah. uh, and he <laughs> so Beast Boy can only change into animals or can change into animals but they're always green but in the original Beast Boy uh, thing it would always keep his original head. <laughs> it was this weird thing and he used to have a mask and he was a green boy with a purple mask people didn't assume like oh yeah it's that green boy that, that we boy. all know what kind of drugs were they doing back then <laughs> man like what what like what led to that character development session of yeah. like okay so he's green but he wears a purple mask and he turns into animals but they have his head yeah <laughs> I mean think about this there was also animal vegetable mineral man <laughs> oh. Who can turn into what? any animal, vegetable, vegetable or mineral? Or mineral. <laughs> Couldn't have come up with a more clever name than that. Ow. <laughs> like, yeah. all the Legion of Superhero people, like Matter Eater Lad, mm. yeah. who could mm -hmm. eat matter, anything. Yep. Uh, Bouncing Boy. Bouncing Boy. Uh, I mean, but there's so many weird, like, uh, over on Marvel, there's Dr. Bong, who was a guy with a gong head, I think. No, he was a bell-shaped he had like well, a bell-shaped wh helmet. What's that one from? Is I can't remember. I think it's a Wonder Woman villain where it's like his name's Egg Fu and he's literally just a oh giant yeah egg yeah. Well, well a horrible, giant, a horrible giant racist yeah egg. <laughs> yeah uh, Asian caricature of. Yeah. <laughs> it was an egg with like a Fu Manchu mustache. You see, like if Doom Patrol fights him, I'm okay with it. You but, want that although, ridiculousness? Like, doesn't Doom Patrol fight the brain? Yeah, he, the brain, Monsieur and Mala, Monsieur Mala. Like I'm okay. Like Doom Patrol's villains are. Oh, again, good. also another X Men Doom Patrol thing. They both fight the Brotherhood. That's right. One's the Brotherhood of Evil Mutants, and the other one's the Brotherhood. The Brotherhood of, of Evil. evil of, I think it's just that. <laughs> yeah, just Brotherhood no, of I think Evil it is and the Brotherhood, brotherhood of, of Evil Mutants. Holy cow, Stanley! <laughs> <laughs> well done, sir. Well done. I mean, one could say a good businessman rips off ideas and makes them better, right? Yeah. <laughs> and he did. I mean, that's, well, yeah. That's why we all know the X Men characters, and we're like, wait. Is is Nega Girl like a real thing or not a thing? Because she's one of them, right? Who? Negative Girl. Oh, that was later. Negative Woman. But Negative, negative woman. Man was the first one. Well, I thought it was Negative Boy, and then he grew up into Negative Man. I think he was always Negative Man, okay. and they probably did a whole family of Negative. I just knew them. They're the mummies, right? They're the two. Yeah, mummies. they look like mummies. They look like mummies. Or Hush. <laughs> yeah. Like, yeah. Uh, that would be a great crossover, like Negative Man and Negative Woman versus Hush, and like Batman can't tell the difference. <laughs> like, are you Hush? <laughs> you know, like, I could be. Anyone could be Hush, right? Wasn't that the whole point of the original Hush? Uh, God, Hush arc? sucks. Mm. Yeah, yeah, I'm not a fan of Hush. I don't know. Yeah. Do you like Hush? I do. I do. You're a big fan well, of Thomas Elliot? I do have to admit, though, that my love of Hush comes from nostalgia because it was, like, the first Batman book that I read, and so I was like, oh, my God, comics! Yeah. And then I, like, loved it, and so, like, I have always loved it. And I will always recommend it, actually, as for people trying to get into Batman because mm. while, like, I can admit my favorites may not always be perfect, um, I think it's a pretty solid story to get somebody, like, into some of the Batman history because it covered mm. so much of, like his big points of his life and stuff. Yeah. So, and like, it I, explains it too, right? Yeah. Don't, people don't just pop in. They go, oh, Poison Ivy, blah, 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 blah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Like, uh, I thought it was like a really good way to talk about, because the whole point of it was that um, there was a villain that was attacking Batman as Bruce Wayne using his like personal stuff from his personal life yeah. to attack Batman. So it's like, he's like, oh God, who are you that you know stuff about Bruce Wayne is Batman and you're using personal stuff. Yeah, so yeah, it's a yeah. good way to brush over, like, because there's a huge arc of Batman. So to be able to brush past some of his greatest hits, you know, the Robins and who Nightwing is mm. and who Jason Todd is, who Robin is, who yeah. Thalia is, who, you know, all, all that. Who, and they how, bring in Catwoman Superman. Interacts, Superman. Yeah. It just yeah. touches, like, a huge, it's a good, it's a good overall story. Yeah. 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 I mean, if it's not your there's a couple of really good Batman 
arcs that are like that. Mm-hmm. I think the best ones are they bring in like, like random, you know, people from his past. Yeah. So for uh, for instance, like any of the uh, Jeff Loeb, Tim Sale, um, yes. uh, uh, Long Halloween, mm-hmm. yeah, where it's just bring in random well, villains. And well, Hush is a Jeff Loeb. Uh, yeah. Oh yeah. So maybe yeah. he just loves writing he, those yeah, stories. That's what he yeah. does. He writes the intro. Like here's here's a, an anthology of Batman in in a in a story. And I don't uh, like I I completely agree with your point. Like that's I never thought of it that way. In that regard, Hush does work as a good intro. I think something like Long Halloween would probably be a little bit better, but it still functions the same way. Um, and but like both of them have the same weakness. Their lead villain mm. is incredibly weak. Like I like Hush as a villain mm-hmm. when he got into the Arkham uh, series hands, and they mm-hmm. finally came up with something cool. Or like um, House of Hush or Heart of Hush or mm-hmm. Hush Money, mm-hmm. like that run right at the tail end, right before New Fifty Two ruined everything. Yeah. Like and Hush finally developed as a character mm-hmm. because like if you think about like Hush's motivations and like his character archetypes in Hush's original run, he was like whispering and quoting like like Socrates, and it's like that's weird. And like, <laughs> they abandon it. Yeah, and just you're like, right. And like they didn't play at all. Like he's a master surgeon. It's just like that didn't matter. But now like that's who well, they couldn't spoil is. that. Mm-hmm. In the well, original yeah, arc. I wonder. I wonder who Hush is gonna be. <laughs> I, I'm this new so, character that this they new character that knows everything about Bruce Wayne, and that Bruce is like you're like the better version of me. I wonder who Hush is gonna end up being. Wasn't there a red herring though? Didn't he? Didn't he get attacked? Yeah, did, did he Thomas faked his own death. Yeah, he faked yeah. his own death. He faked his own death, yeah. Okay. I mean, that's cla- like Agatha. Agatha Christie? Christie. Yeah. Classic, mm-hmm. you know. Yeah. Totally not me. I'm that's dead. Little, that's literally Ten Little Indians. It's just. That's not what it's called anymore. <laughs> it's not. What is it? No, oh, and then it, there was none. It, and then there is none. Oh. And then there is no alternative well, title. There was the first <laughs> yeah. worst title. Which we're not going to say. We would not say. Uh, but you can look it up, yeah. Erica. Uh, so, um, yeah, I'm not a, I'm not a big Hush fan. But uh, Hush as like that comic, I remember it because I was in junior high, maybe, and I love the art. Jim Lee's art in Jim it, Lee, so yeah. amazing. Mm-hmm. It made I think it made it. Mm-hmm. Oh, know? definitely for sure. I, I don't think that that arc would have been as interesting if Tim Sale had drawn that one. Mm. Even though I love Tim Sale, I think he only works on like certain. Yeah, Jim Lee's you know, uh, depiction of Riddler is one of my favorites. Like, oh yeah, I think he just mm-hmm. nails the character. Mm-hmm. You're a big Riddler fanboy. I am a big. Riddler I mean, you have Riddler right in front of you. Right in front of me. Uh, right. But you are a big Riddler fanboy. Yeah, because he's dope. Yeah. He's a great villain. Mm-hmm. When done right. When done right. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like yeah. like in the Dark Knight, I think they do a great job. Oh, your your whole. Amanda, you haven't yeah, because uh, yeah, you haven't heard of his uh, theory. Just sum it up. Uh, the Riddler, no, th- the Joker in the Dark Knight is not the Joker. He doesn't do anything even resembling any uh, depiction of the Joker. He is in fact the Riddler. Everything he does is what the Riddler would do. Mm-hmm. Holds a city ransom, tries to prove a point, uh, makes elaborate traps that are based on moral um, and intellectual judgments. Um, he's trying to prove that he's superior to Batman. None of that is what the Joker does. The Joker's a nuisance, a mm-hmm. dangerous nuisance, but the Riddler is exactly the villain that they had in The Dark Knight. <laughs> I'm not saying like Heath Ledger didn't do a great job. He did, but he was, he was playing the Riddler. That's it's a hot take. It's a hot take. It's a hot take. I'm going to keep saying it every time I'm on here. Yeah. <laughs> uh, every time. Uh, all right, well, what's next? What are we talking well, about? Well, I mean, speaking about, like, uh, cool villains. Well, I mean, we just... Ooh, good cool segue. Villains. Yeah, thank you. Uh, Daredevil Season 3, hinting at Bullseye. Yes, yes, yes. Uh, more than just hints. I think the, the Season 3 logo uh, is literally a bullseye. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, it's pretty broadcasted. Out yeah. There, I think. Uh, you like Daredevil? Oh, yeah. Definitely yeah. one of my favorites. I think it's one of my favorite shows. I think I'm tied between, like, Jessica Jones and Daredevil as far as, like... Uh, comic book TV shows go. I mean, oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. I think Daredevil, out of all the Netflix Marvel shows, is the one that doesn't drag in its seasons. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't feel like season one or season two dragged. Jessica Jones season one drags just a little bit at a certain point. Mm-hmm. Once they reveal, like they reveal the Marcus or not, Mar- uh, what's his name, Malcolm. Mm-hmm. Uh, they release or reveal that twist mm-hmm. like halfway. Uh, Luke Cage drags a little bit more. Iron Fist drags the whole way through. Uh, <laughs> Jessica Jones season two was horrible. Uh, I was I not a fan. Seen it. But like Daredevil's been pretty solid. 
Mm-hmm. And I can't wait till Bullseye because yeah. I love Bullseye. Mm-hmm. Um, do you have any hopes for Bullseye? Um, don't don't mess them up. Don't, <laughs> Just do you want the Colin for uh, Colin Firth? <laughs> uh, Colin, that would be great. Colin Firth. Bullseye. Oh boy. Oh boy. <laughs> Hello, I'm I'm Bullseye. I'm, I'm terribly sorry, but I have to kill you now. His stutter. For some reason, yeah, he he'll. He brings the king's speech into Bullseye. Mm-hmm. Um, the crossover you were never expecting. I want more assassins. I want more Marvel stuff. That's <laughs> kind of like I, I. That's what I like about adaptations. Like uh, you know, with movies and whatnot, I want them to have Easter eggs. I want them to include more characters. Mm-hmm. Kind of the reason why I like Deadpool two better than Deadpool one is there was more of that, and that's kind of what I liked. Um, so when it like stops focusing so much solo on the character and starts incorporating them into a bigger universe, universe, I do. But like, like e- the universe doesn't have to be too big. Like, what if they had like a Superman Netflix show and it was just Superman and going through the emotions of just Superman, but didn't include like Perry White and all that. Like, I want his supporting cast. Oh yeah, you know what I mean. Like, that's for most shows. Like, that's the like my problem with Jessica Jones season two. Also, is like. You like they just barely hint at it with the wizard, and then that's that. Yeah. And like, they don't I, feel like a part of something bigger. Or yeah. Like, they don't feel like they live in a universe. They feel like they live in a bubble. Yeah, and they have to up the stakes too. Like oh, every season sure. or every sequel yeah. of a movie, like the stakes should be upped, mm-hmm. uh, and the scope should be broadened. So when uh, De- in Deadpool two, X Force jumps out of the plane, like that is what I want to see. Mm-hmm. You know. What if uh, what if that logo isn't a bullseye? It's like what if it's target like sponsored? No, what Echo? if it's like Echo? But it's different colored. But I'm just saying, like, what if it's what if it's like they're messing with us? What yeah. if it's like um, supposed to be like an artistic representation of a periscoping leg? And it's like, no, nope, you it's get still stilt man, stilt man at you. That would be the weirdest thing. Would I it, wouldn't mind. Wouldn't it suck if it was just like supposed to be like the sonic, de- like his like sonic detect sound? Yeah, detection? yeah, yeah. Well, that's why, why I'm like, like yeah. that's why I think like Echo because isn't that like her power? Oh, you mean Echo as a character? Yeah. Oh, interesting. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like do Echo and Typhoid Mary and like <laughs> just just like hammer home like Matt cannot be in love with anybody. Yeah. <laughs> like just what are they gonna do? What What do you think the story is gonna be like? I, I don't know, because, I mean, at the end of Defenders, yeah. he, he gets saved by the nuns, right? Yeah, well, which would be, like, kind of the start of Born Again if we were going that way. Yeah. Uh, so I don't know, because F- Wilson Fisk is going to be a main character. He's, you mm-hmm. know, you know, so he's probably doing some more. I want to see more assassins. That's all I know. I want to well, Like, name some assassins. Well, there's also Lady Bullseye, so wouldn't that have been, like, a weird twist? Like, no, we're not going to do Bullseye. We're going to do Lady Bullseye. Oh, um, mm-hmm. Yeah. I like her aesthetic. Yeah, I'm okay with it, but like we just had a female assassin rival for uh for Daredevil in Electra. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. Which was handled I enjoyed her character. I liked her arc. I think it was handled poorly in the end. In Defenders? In Defenders. Defenders mm-hmm. was kind of Defenders was a mess. Yeah, it was. Uh, Defenders was a huge mess, and it was really the weakest on the Daredevil story, which was really interesting. Like, how he could have the strongest stories in the solo adventures, but then he had the weakest story in the in the group uh, yeah. meeting. It's And even Iron Fist was better in Defenders. Yeah. Like, I felt like that worked. Well, they, you know. they knew they needed to fix that quick. Yeah. Yeah. I was going to say they were taking up slack. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Oof. Iron Fist is a show just like... I do not care about those characters. Again, they should have shown Kun Lun. Mm. They didn't yeah. have the budget for it. Mm. Yeah. But it's just a, like, build a set with a monastery. You don't have to show the dragon, which they didn't. Mm-hmm. Uh, it was wrong-headed from the beginning. Yeah. The whole idea of, like, we're going to focus on, like, no. Yeah, it was wrong-headed. It should have never left Kung Lung. He should have been, like, the whole thing should have been, like, him going to New York. That would be a far more interesting story is like him in the monastery is him on the, you know, you know, there in the community and being like, I want to go back to New York and like him having to fight his way out. It would have been cool Mm -hmm. to do like what Arrow did, um, where half 
where what it used to do. It's like half the episode is in the past and half of it's in the present and how yeah. they link to each other. It would have been cool to have Danny Rand, half of it take place in Kunlun and half of it in New York and then realize there was a link between some of them as past. Mm-hmm. Could have gone that route. Uh, but there's a lot of problems with that. I'm psyched for show. Luke Cage. I'm psyched for Luke Cage. Oh yeah, Cage. season two of Luke Cage. Uh, just coming out soon. Uh, they're filming season two of Punisher. Mm. I want to see Punisher go up against Luke Cage. I think that would be a cool matchup. <laughs> oh boy. Yeah. Oh boy. Oh, that would. <laughs> I want more Luke Cage, so I can't mm. wait till season two. I just want Punisher. Like if if for whatever they do with season two of Punisher, it should just be like him, like kicking the shit out of Nazis. Like, I don't want anything else. I just want him going after alt-right yeah. Nazis. Yeah. That's it. I do I do want him to... Yeah. Nazis make the best villains. They do. You know? They're, they're, I mean, pure, they're pure evil. Yeah. Unadulterated. <laughs> yeah. Uh, no compromise, no compassion. <laughs> uh, talking about... Um, you know, uh, un- no compromise, no compassion. Uh, there's a Kim Possible <laughs> TV movie uh, coming out. Oh, They've released partially, I mean, at least partially the cast for it. Uh, who cares about the names? Not really a big deal, except Ron Stoppable's played by uh, a kid from the Goldbergs, which I, I watched. You told me didn't name him. <laughs> like, I, I names didn't even, aren't important. Well, so. I didn't even name. recognize his name when his name was introduced in the cast list. Also, he looks different without glasses. Uh, he looks like a weirdo, but um, he's just a weird-looking kid. But he's really good. Uh, I don't know. Do you guys care? I mean, uh, does it matter? I'm bringing it up, mm-hmm. and then I'm saying, does it matter? I don't know. Well, yeah, that's that's kind of the the impact that this one left. It it hit like a wet sponge. <laughs> it's just like, it, well, it's like, and then it you, dropped you're, off. You're just like, have you ever been like had someone throw a wet sponge at you? You're not angry. You're not happy. You're just like, why? Why did you do this? Mm-hmm. Who thought this would be a good idea? And that's how I felt about like Kim Possible. Like, who does the live action Kim Possible TV film exist for? Yeah, mm-hmm. does it exist for uh, the the demographic of like uh, eight to sixteen? No, they've never seen the show. Um, does it exist for us? No, it's patently offensive. <laughs> <laughs> so, like, who did who at Disney Channel or Freeform or whatever the uh, hell they're calling themselves now? Yeah. Thought that this would be a good idea. This is like, Disney. This is a Disney. It's one. Disney. Yeah. Who was like, let's let's make a live action adaptation of Kim Possible. Like, Kim Possible. It 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 needed to exist in an animated format because they do a lot of crazy stuff. It's, yeah. It's mm-hmm. it's fast and loose with physics. <laughs> it's like it's it's a high fantasy spy thriller thing that's not going to translate well mm-hmm. to having like a 12-year-old girl try and do that. Yeah. Like, unless she's a martial arts expert, she's not going to be able to, like, have the fun with it. This is supposedly her first role. It is. Oh, my yeah. God. Landed her first audition. Oh, is, what, really? Yeah. Oh. Like, Crazy. why? Why? Why would you think that that would be a good idea? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, here's the thing. I think it links to a bigger, broader thing about, like, re- like reboots and bringing shows back and Fuller House Who's asking for that? I think mm-hmm. a, a good question you pose is who's asking for it, mm-hmm. right? Like, are the people old enough that they want to watch it again with their kids? Maybe Full House kind of Maybe. falls into that category. But Kim Possible, it hasn't been that long. I mean, like, there had to be, because it's not like an exec was like, we need to have a Kim Possible thing, you know, 2018. Yeah. So, like, maybe it's like some, some writer had a great idea of like, hey, what if we t- did like a reverse Pleasantville where like Kim Possible gets thrown into the the real world and like she can't actually do all of her cool spy stuff. Uh, I mean that's very similar to the Jet Jackson movie that they did. The you would have Amanda, you probably too young for yeah. Jet Jackson. I loved Baby. Jet Jackson. Uh, did you ever watch Jet Jackson here? Was that Nick Cannon? No, it was um it was uh, the late uh uh uh, uh who am I? Who am I thinking about? Uh, Josh, figure out his name. I forget because he was uh, he was awesome. He played Cyborg in Smallville. That character was not awesome, but he was like rising up, and then he committed suicide. Oh, and, that's like, tragic. Um, uh, Lee Thompson. Yeah, Lee Thompson Young, mm. and like he, which was weird because he had a plot in the short-lived Flash Forward 
that um, dealt with his character jumping off a building. Mm-hmm. And then I don't know how he actually died in real life, but it's uh, he he was Jet Jackson in the Disney show. And then they did the movie where his character he played in the show and him switched. Oh, they okay. switched oh, yeah. places. Okay. So now his like secret agent character is living the real life, and he's in the fictional universe. Mm. And I loved it as a kid. Yeah, um, see, I'd be okay with that if that's what they kind of do with the Kim Possible yeah. movie, because then you are acknowledging that like Kim can't do the cool spy stuff yeah. because we're in the real world. Yeah, but it's also trite and has been done to death a thousand times. Yeah, mm-hmm. uh, but yeah, I, I don't know, man. Who's asking for these reboots? Like, I understand. Certain movie properties have a certain, like, they'll get new fans in, right? Like, mm-hmm. Jurassic World, because um, Jurassic World 2 is coming out soon. Like, bringing back the Jurassic Park franchise, like, you can get new fans that have never seen Jurassic Park. Like, kids, right? You'll get them in. But for something so, like, so small in scope, like Kim Possible, are you going to get kids that are just going to watch the Kim Possible movie and just be like, oh, I like this now? There's no nostalgia factor for them, yeah, right? right. I, I, I don't know. I feel like a lot of studios are falling back on, and this is something that I feel like has been said for like years, but people are falling back on reboots because there's already an established fan base. It's safer. Trying to come up with a new thing from scratch is difficult, and to do it successfully, it takes a lot of work and effort and thought that the industry just doesn't want to do. Sometimes they do. Also, um, it's a thing that we think about in like product production too, is that you have to have your blockbuster to fund your indies. You know, you have to have your core thing to make you money so that you can do those creative projects that you want to try that may not be as big or as, um, have as big of a payoff. So you have to, you have to do something safe that you can make. And then that funds the adventurous ones that you don't know if it'll work out or not. You can't just go straight to that one. Sometimes you have to play to a crowd. You have to play to, what people already know, what already has a fan base. But again, like you said, I don't think Kim Possible fits this. Like, yeah. maybe it's somebody had this dream of Kim Possible that they always wanted to do, and when they pitch it, they were like, well, the animation, maybe, maybe I don't know anything about film production, maybe animation's too expensive, and so, like, it's cheaper to do live action, or maybe there's some if they weird keep, They could keep live action thing. cheap. Yeah, yeah, live action is cheaper. Uh, or it can be cheaper, cheaper and right? It takes less... It's, no, it's it's just empirically cheaper. Is it? it takes less time. Yeah. yeah, and the effort for 2D animation is immense. And I also know that Disney's going through stuff with their animators right now. Ooh. Yeah. yeah. Like, so, it's entirely possible that this could be, like, a contract thing. Oh, like, sure. Somewhere in their contract, they have a Kim Possible movie that, you know, like... Uh, maybe they want to end a contract relationship with uh, a creative or they want to uh, start a new one and like the only way they can is by fulfilling this obligation in a contract. To the IP? Yeah. Like to the intellectual property? Yeah, to the intellectual property or to the creator or to a producer. Like uh, there's weird caveats mm-hmm. in, in stuff and like this this kind of, the more I think about it, like going, who asked for this? And it's like a lawyer. Probably, that's, who, yeah. that's who asked for this, a yeah. lawyer. Yeah. Uh, or like a man, like an agent or something. Just yeah, like someone, the someone's creators. going in this contract. We have listed that we will have uh, a film. Otherwise, we'll have like a you know a three hundred thousand dollar payout or something. Yeah, so they're like, like might as well make some money off payout. Of it. And they're like, okay, rather than paying them two million dollars, we're going to make a Kim Possible movie for one point eight million <laughs> yeah. and save that money and yeah. save that money. Yeah, uh, I mean, like. There's like shows like Will and Grace. Like, were people asking for Will and Grace to come back? I, I don't know. I'm not were. part of that market. Yeah, I think some people were. I, I think I think it doesn't relate to us. You know, like uh, as millennials, our our nostalgia is referential. Um, but I think like Gen X, their nostalgia is literal. They're the ones who were asking for Full House. They were the ones who uh. were asking for Will and Grace. They're the ones who are clamoring for the uh, the Friends reunion <laughs> miniseries. That They're the happen. ones that wanted Roseanne. They're the reason. They're the ones who made Roseanne the most watched show on NBC uh, in six years. But you know, I uh, never watched Roseanne originally. Before. Yeah, yeah. Right. No, I never did too. I I I, I preferred Family Matters. I love, like, uh, dude. Family you know, matters. I love Family Matters. Like, bring that one back. But like, I don't think Julia White wants to. I don't think he does and I don't, either. Yeah. And I don't think any of Fresh Prince people want to bring it back. Fresh Prince. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, yeah. though, I, I heard of a great pitch for <laughs> somebody online was saying that they should get Jaden Smith to play the son of Will Smith. 
obviously, uh, but who has to go back to Philly. <laughs> so in a reversal. That would be, that would be great. Like a rich kid going to Philly. And then he just gets beat like the first episode. <laughs> he would. Just like he goes to, he goes to play b-ball outside of school and just gets beat. <laughs> just like beat. That would yeah. be great. I would watch that. Uh, um, is there anything from your past, Amanda, that you would love to have, have like as a reboot or uh, – <sighs> I don't even want to say a reboot because some like we've been using those terms fast and loose, uh, but it's like more like sequel series or whatnot or a, a next a continuation. Fuller House is a sequel series, but Will and Grace was Will and Grace is a continuation. Is a continuation. And Arrested Roseanne Development is, is a, a continuation. continuation. Roseanne is too, but Fuller House is not. No, That's Fuller a House is a sequel. Yeah, I cannot uh, think of any. Like I, I because they've already brought back everything. <laughs> yeah, that that and it's like. Um, What's the point in redoing something, I guess? like, Because sometimes you don't need to bring them back. Yeah, right? it was what it was, and that's all it needed to be. Yeah, you know, unless like, you can put like a fresh take on something. Yeah, yeah. like, right? like F- Firefly is when people say, why can't and they brought Firefly back? And yeah. it's like, you really don't want them to bring Firefly back. I don't back. think, yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, they ended leave. it with Serenity. You had your chance, yeah. it was the movie, and no one watched it. Yeah. Um, but there, there's a couple, like, I would, I would be down for like Agent Carter, because that one was yeah. hard canceled. I just yeah. want to mm-hmm. see how that one ends. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Or Hannibal, uh, NBC's mm-hmm. Hannibal. Like, mm-hmm. I want to see how that one was supposed to end. Right. Because there's certain series that end without them knowing it's going to end. Yeah. Mm-hmm. There's certain ones that are like, okay, this is your last season. Wrap it up. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. is coming back for 10 episodes, I think, next season after mm-hmm. Avengers 4 comes out to end it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, okay, they can wrap up things. You That's know? Nice. Uh, they can They can do it that way. Uh, and so... There's not like loose thread. Living single. That's the one I want to come back. Really? I want. I want a continuation series of Living Single. I want Queen Latifah. I want the voice that could of be Kratos. Cool. I want all the original cast back, one hundred percent. You would want a continuation or a sequel series? Because I think a sequel series could be cool because you can tell modern day things yeah. through that lens. Yeah. Yeah. Probably. Probably like a sequel series. Keep keep the characters. Maybe it's like a. They're they're still living there, but obviously they're not living single anymore. Yeah. Mm-hmm. They all married each other. Um, uh, they did. That's how the series. Oh, is it? Uh, they all, they all just. Have I want in living wedding. color to come back. Oh yeah, as a sketch show, right? Like yeah, uh, that would be cool because we don't have that type of sketch show. Yeah, I mean, there's a lot of properties, but I think what comes down to is like the original creators being like yay or nay. Because I don't think like there's certain people who just won't come back. Or don't want their things to come back. Mm-hmm. So there has to be a reason why Keenan Ivory Waynes won't bring back In Living Color. Because I'm sure he's been offered it. Sketch shows are just hard, man. Yeah. And Sketch I don't think he just, just wants hard. to bring it back. Yeah. yeah. Uh, that, you know, yeah, Mad TV came back for like one season. <laughs> and like, <laughs> poor Mad TV. Nobody watched it. Because then it came back on CW. I could be wrong. Mm. Or it could have been Fox, mm. uh, but yeah, uh, I'm pretty sure that's because it was Fox, Fox originally. But but Fox could have sold the distribution rights to CW. Yeah, 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 yeah. possible. Um, so I don't know. Do we need a Kim Possible movie? Probably not. But we're gonna get it, mm-hmm. and when it comes out, we'll be able to. I mean, I'm gonna. Wa- I'll watch it yeah. <laughs> just you, to see it. Just to see it. I don't. Mm-hmm. You know, I don't know what to expect. There is not enough Jack Daniels in the world to get me through yeah. Kim Possible okay. live action movie. I'm hoping they do a Senor Senior Senior uh, and Senor <laughs> Senior Junior. Uh, uh, I want to see how they oh, deal with that please. delicate topic. Please. Um, uh, <laughs> uh, but uh, just to. What I really want to talk about this episode is uh, the CW-verse. I mean, we've kind of talked about a little bit about it, but uh, what they're planning to do with the upcoming crossover. So CW-verse is the DC universe on TV. Is that they its official title? No, everybody calls it something different. I always call it the Berlanti-verse you call because Berlanti-verse. you know exactly what you're talking about when you call it the Berlanti-verse. Does there's that no, include Riverdale, no though? Ambiguity. Does what? that include Riverdale? Sure, why not? But it's not the same. Is universe, it connected? Though. Is it no, connected? It's not. Well, then, then it's when you say the Berlanti uni- the Berlanti verse, it's like okay, he's talking about the connected right. CW Warner Brothers DC. Some people call it the Arrowverse. Yeah, I'm some okay people with call the Arrowverse. it the Flareoverse. No, no, on no. Reddit. Just uh, don't tell me. Tell Reddit. <laughs> uh, <laughs> can't tell Reddit anything. Yeah. No, you can't tell Reddit uh, anything. Reddit, kill yeah. yourself, no. please. I mean, some people just call it the DC TV, you know, universe. DC but like. Arrowverse. Gotham yeah, is on Arrowverse. TV, and like it does, that it's doesn't. Not, so yeah, uh, 
every year they have a crossover in which they include all their series um, together to team up. Uh, and so first team up was Arrow and Flash when it was the Captain Boomerang, mm-hmm. uh, Rainbow Raider yeah. uh, crossover. Then the next year it was, was uh, it Invasion? The was next it? year was Ra's al Ghul. What? Yeah, it was the Ra's al Ghul crossover event. No? No, it wasn't. Uh, hang on, hang on. No, I'm wrong. Hang on. Well, that was a crossover in Flash and Arrow uh, towards the end of the season, but I think it was okay. um, No, but it was the setup that? for Legends of Tomorrow, so I think yeah, it was... Um, it, it was oh, it was Hawkman and Hawkgirl. I was yeah. going to say, was which one. one's the yeah. Hawkman, Hawkgirl, that Arrow, Hawk, Flash? Hawkman, Hawkgirl versus Vandal Savage. Yeah. 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 Then it was Invasion and then it was the invasion. Dominators. Yep. Then it was Crisis on Earth X with the Nazis. Yep. Uh, and then now... Coming out, it's going to be the Gotham City Batwoman crossover. Uh, yeah. You, Hero, I know you had a theory uh, about that and how it links to Gotham, the show, right? Uh, yeah, yeah. It's it's not so much a, an interesting fan theory about no, like how it connects. It's just um, insider wheeling and dealing. Um, uh, so Gotham is uh, distributed through Fox, even though it's made by Warner Brothers. That is wrapping up. Uh, so they are able to get the the Gotham characters back essentially. Yeah. Uh, not so much a theory as just like. Well, I mean, your theory is that Batwoman will have her own show. Oh yeah, yeah. Because um, so, Gotham will be over. And yeah, so CW, Gotham's like, going to wrap up right around the time because Gotham, like uh, Agents of Shield, is getting a condensed season next season. Um, I hate the fact that it has been on the air as long as it has. Um, oh, yeah, you've been a hater the whole time, right? From day one. Yeah. It's but you're a hater anyway, right? No, I'm not a hater. I love. <laughs> I love so much. Yeah. Um, but it's it's wrapping up, and the timeline is matching up just right in the project production schedules that uh, when Gotham wraps up and the IP becomes free, uh, that is when Batwoman is making her appearance mm-hmm. in the Berlantiverse. Um, and yes, uh, we may all want a Batman TV show. That is just never going to happen. Um, and uh, Batwoman uh, fits better in the Berlanti uh, uh, verse as as a lead character. We've already seen Supergirl. It would kind of be the same thing, but with a darker edge. We've already seen um, LGBTQ characters. This would be an LGBTQ lead. Yeah. Um, Gotham is a very different city. It would be Arrow, but scarier. Um, <laughs> you know, like, would, yeah. can you imagine that? Just like the whole series is just Arrow season yeah. one. Like, yes, sign me up. Yeah. Uh, like, but Arrow, <laughs> Star City is like Orange County. <laughs> as, like, we've been thinking oh, it's like super dark, but it's like, no. No. Uh, Star City's Orange no, County. No, I want Gotham oh, to be as dark as humanly possible. Possible. <laughs> I want it to be, uh, uh, but uh, like, also, it might not be Gotham. It it might not like the series might take place in Bloodhaven. Bloodhaven. Mm-hmm. Like because even if uh, even if the IP is, uh, they're allowing Gotham back. City though. Yeah, to be in, the, in the same the, way the they crossover. allow Metropolis to exist in the Berlantiverse. They're allowed to. But they haven't it. been to Metropolis though. Yeah, you're allowed exactly. to talk about it. Oh, you're, you're allowed, allowed to talk, talk about, about it. it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, but uh, acknowledge its existence. Yeah, I could, I could see them going that way with it of being like, we're not going to have Gotham, we're going to have Bloodhaven or something like that. Yeah, um, but yeah, I, I would put money on the table that um, we are going to get a Batgirl, uh, not Batgirl, Batwoman. a Batwoman series or potentially a Birds of Prey series. I want, I would want a Birds of Prey because Berlantiverse oh, yeah. does have Harley Quinn. Um, yeah. She does exist in that universe. There is yeah. a Suicide Squad. There's already kind of a setup for a Birds of Prey kind of like, and that would be just a different flavor rather than a single lead. They could go a team yeah. route with it. Uh, pull in um, what's her name, Vixen. Mm-hmm. Well, now they have two Vixens. Now they have two Vixens, uh, okay. according to Legends of Tomorrow. They messed with oh. the timeline a little bit, oh, but it actually worked out in the. End. Okay, cool. Legends of Tomorrow has been. A, f- a super fun ride this season. I, you I, watch I it? I always mm-hmm. enjoy that. No, it's yeah. it's just time travel. But then they had an episode where they they kept doing a time loop where only um, one of the characters was like uh, cognizant of it, yeah. and time just kept like going back. And you know, they they played a lot uh, with it. It was super fun s- season last season. Um, but uh, I don't know. I want a Birds of Prey TV show. That would have been amazing. Not the that Birds of Prey. Do you remember, Amanda, the Birds of Prey TV show that did happen? Mm. Again, you would have been... Did you ever watch Smallville? 
Yeah. Okay. So every season. I think small after Smallville season. Oh, there's a dog outside. There's a dog. Uh, uh, Smallville after Smallville season one, they tried to do like a Birds of Prey TV show that was a different like it was like the future of Gotham City. It's called New Gotham. And oh. like it was, it was weird. Did it you was watch terrible. a hero? Yeah, I've seen. I've yeah. seen the. I watched I've every episode. The, I've seen the because I wanted it. I you wanted it to be so good. I could only handle the pilot, and you could totally get away with the Birds of Prey. You could pull in um, one of the canaries, either black or white. Yeah. Um, pull in white would be interesting. She's our, She's leading the wave rider on Legends of Tomorrow. Yeah. But also, she is by. Yeah. You, yeah. And you, she. She. That character sleeps with every bi character uh, or every lesbian character uh, that's ever graced the Arrowverse, <laughs> like she sleeps with them. Well, the, and that would be great. A great dynamic is her and like, Batwoman. Her and Batwoman do not sleep together. Yeah. They have like no chemistry. They like, yeah. like that would be a great, because like that's one of the things just in general as a writer I always take uh, uh, umbers with is uh, just the idea of like, oh, this person's a bi character or a lesbian character. Their objective is to fuck Every yeah. girl, like the hypersexuality, on, yeah, the hypersexuality. Bi- the bi- like, I would love to see a an asexual lesbian character. Just like, yeah, uh, I know what I like, uh, which is nothing. But if I had to pick, it would not be you. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like, just like right. that would be refreshing to see. I think that would speak uh, to a lot of people, um, mm-hmm. especially like you know, it's Pride Month going on right now. And so there's a lot of people expressing different, uh, you know, aspects of sexual identity and sexual preference. And one that's not often seen in uh, film or television is asexuality or yeah. sexually neutral. Yeah. Um, and that could be a really interesting take. And it also fits with like the Batman kind of mythology. Like you have two Batmans, right? You yeah. have like you have like sex god seventies Batman, yeah. or like I am so sexually repressed I don't even know how to. Function, <laughs> Batman. I and can't I, worry about coming right I now. I can't possibly <laughs> think about that. Yeah. Which is kind of like the Batman I prefer because you kind of get that vibe in like the animated series that that's who Batman is. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's like, I, no. Don't have time. I don't have time. <laughs> I, have, I, I haven't had an orgasm since I was 10. <laughs> yeah, right. um, so when your parents a, die, they take that from you. That would, be, that would be an interesting take for Batwoman rather than being like, yes, this is her. This is her sexuality, but her sexuality is not um, hypersexual. It's not. Yeah. yeah it's. It's not. It, you can't turn it into something that's exploitative or yeah. objectifying. It's just like yes, she is this way. It doesn't matter. Uh, what is far more important is that she is going to break your collarbone. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know? Yeah. Uh, by the way, I just thought of like Sarah Lance and Constantine when they had sex, and I just thought to myself like Constantine being by. Sarah being bi, I think they've essentially linked the whole DC universe sexually yeah. by that <laughs> one, uh, one interaction. Yeah. Oh, my God. <laughs> oh gosh. God, just there's another one I want them to bring back. Constantine, give us a Constantine oh, show. Good Constantine. See, that would be yeah. Like Constantine well, was good. The show wasn't yeah. bad. It just yeah. wasn't right, I guess. Yeah. But like I like I don't I think it was the right that. time. Yeah. Oh, they released sure. it now. I think. Oh it yeah, yeah. But like it was a couple of years too early. Yeah. yeah, and, I feel and it like wasn't connected. Yeah. Yeah. They didn't. Yeah, they, yeah. There was a huge thing with, um, at least from the area of the fandom that I was in. Um, I was a huge Supernatural fan, mm. and um, I love seasons one through five. After that, it got off track because Kripke did not get involved, and so then it became something else. And so then when, but it was still, it still had a lot of popularity when Constantine came out, and Supernatural is unabashedly inspired by Constantine. Like that was yeah. like, mm. I mean, um, Kripke even said that he designed Castiel to look like Constantine. Because he liked Constantine and wanted to do a throwback. Oh, so when that's Constant- why he wears the trench coat. And yeah, that's why he, oh. he looks the way he does. Yeah, he was like, crazy. "Oh, I want to do a nod to Constantine because I love Constantine." So when Constantine actually came out, everyone was like, "Oh, Supernatural's already on," yeah. and like what four, uh, five, like a prolific amount of seasons in, everyone's like, oh, you just did Supernatural. Yeah. And then, yeah, when in totally, fact, it was the reverse. I could totally see that, like, casual fans, or, or uh, not casual fans of Supernatural, but fans of Supernatural not yeah. knowing the history of, sure. of, like, that would be like, it's just a ripoff of, of, of Supernatural. Supernatural. Yeah. yeah. That's, that's it was well, that same niche, too. That was yeah. what I was going to say. That was the other thing. Same Supernatural audience. already had that Supernatural Monster of the Week kind of locked in and like I said like the first five seasons were great so they were doing it well I'm yes. sure Berlanti is just waiting for Supernatural to finally wrap up or get cancelled and then die. 
I don't know. Apparently, the internet says that that show is very popular and very it funny. Is, but I, I, it's, I know. it's that demographic, though. There's high school girls nowadays still watch like watching Supernatural. It yeah. changed in tone because, like, that's one of my favorite TV shows of all time. The first five seasons, because the first five seasons were the monster of the week, monster hunter, like mysterious, dark, demon possessed version, and then after that. Kripke only planned it to be five seasons and then it was going to end, but then it got popular. And so he's like, well, this was all I had. And so they're like, we'll buy it from you. And he's like, all right. And so then they took it away and then they were like, okay, what do people want to see? And then it became Scooby-Doo animated crossover material. Which, yeah, which is did, a real right? thing that happened. And so yeah. then it's, did they one did of them like, sleep with Daphne? I think probably. Did I hear about this? Probably. Yeah. They gave the, Sco- the Scooby-Doo crew an existential crisis, which I saw a clip of, and I thought that was very funny. Oh, I see. Yeah, they're yeah, like, they- wait, this shit's real? Oh, my God. <laughs> Am I going to hell? It's like, <laughs> like, oh, my God. Did they go into the TV? I is, don't know. Is that how it worked? How it worked? I, I didn't oh. see the whole episode, but yeah. something. From what like I understand, that, I it's very it's very well written. But yeah, if you were if you were a fan of the original run, uh, like the tonal shift is. I, oh, I have yeah. heard a lot of fans were like really upset with the tonal shift. It's become a different show. I know some people like both shows, but it's honestly, if you watch an episode from season eleven and then an episode from season one, it's two different shows. Yeah. It's like progressed over time. Wow. So now it's a different kind of show. It's a lighter tone. There's different things. So if Constantine were to come back, I think it could, it could work now. fill the void that Supernatural has left. I mean the DC TV stuff has a lot of series now. <laughs> Luckily yeah. they treated Black Lightning like a Netflix show. They had a very short season and it and it was tonally different. Mm-hmm. Um, nobody knows what universe it's part of. But, uh, oh, it's part of the same universe. No, but Supergirl is it part of that universe? Literally, yeah, it's, I'm talking about like the not the multiverse, but the universe. Yeah, like we nobody knows. Yeah, uh, well, I don't think it really matters. Yeah, like like yeah, to because they the, just stay in city the whole time. They stay in city, and if they wanted to do a crossover, they will, and they'll yeah. justify it some way. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, so, but like, how many superhero shows can CW verse hold? You know. Mm-hmm. Can they have a Batman, uh, Batwoman show come about and a Constantine like yeah. show? Yeah. So then you'd have Batwoman, Constantine, Arrow, Legends of Tomorrow, Flash, Black Lightning. Yeah. Woof. Yeah, that's seven shows. Yeah, yeah. You it's, do a seven-part crossover event. <laughs> of course you do. Oh, yeah. Of course you do. Like that's that's how you run a production team. Mm-hmm. Berlanti, when he started with Arrow, he hired writers. And then each of the writers had a superhero that they liked. Um, and then he was like, okay, cool. You're going to show run Flash. You're going to show run. And that's how he's been doing it. He's been building an empire. Um, and all he needs is uh, a writer. He works with them a little bit on whatever production he's leading. Yeah. He goes, okay, you're ready to show run this. He gives it to them. They either succeed or fail. Um, and yeah, theoretically, um, as long as he keeps supervision of everything and keeps everyone on relatively the same page, they could have up to 12 shows. Why wouldn't Warner Brothers do that? Yeah. Um, I will accept Batwoman as a TV show if Arrow ends. And mm. I'm calling for Arrow to end, even though I, you know, I used to love it. Um, uh, but I would, I mean, if they're going to be the, essentially the same show, dark yeah. city type show. So just have Batwoman and not Arrow. Yeah. Anymore. Yeah, I, I, I'm okay. It's about with time Arrow for Arrow to end. Yeah, and that would be kind of uh, a good thing for the Berlanti verse to establish is that there is a finality to some of these characters' arcs because they're all mm-hmm. interconnected. They can jump to each other's shows anyway. Yeah, it's, oh, yeah. it's not like we're saying he needs to go away because uh, his depiction of Arrow is fantastic. I like his Green Arrow, um, but yeah, we don't need the show. They've yeah. ran out of ideas. Yeah. Um, unfortunately, that is all the time that we have today uh, with you guys. Uh, if you guys are out there watching the show on YouTube, uh, we do uh, have this show, this episode, Abridged for YouTube. We have the Unabridged Podcast. Um, so you're either watching us on YouTube at youtube.com slash thekeeg uh, or on SoundCloud or maybe Apple Podcasts. Our SoundCloud is The Keeg Show. Uh, we're also on Twitter and Instagram. Uh, we keep those updated. Uh, we got memes galore. If you love memes, um, we also have an Insta story uh, for every episode on Sundays, uh, curated by the uh, the insufferable Joshua Mejia. That's a negative ad- uh, adjective. I'm sorry, but um, you know you earned it. 
Josh Mejia curates that story. Uh, but we're all over the place. Uh, we're on Instagram. We're on Twitter. Um, we have a website that's going to be coming out, so stay tuned for more information about that. Ooh, that sounds interesting. It is. Uh, we're going to have some world-class writers writing reviews. What? Maybe some fan casting, because that's something I'm interested in. I love fan casting. Yeah, it'd be mm -hmm. fun. Um, so there's uh, a lot that's going on with us. So thank you so much for watching us. Uh, feel free, like, comment, subscribe to anything and everything that you can see uh, that's key related. Um, I wanted to thank you guys for coming on the show. Mm -hmm. uh, Amanda, thank you so much for coming. Uh, where can people see you next or deal with you next or <laughs> put up uh, with, put up next. with yeah. you next? <laughs> well, thank you for having me on the show. Um, I'm on Instagram at Robin's Feather, exactly how it sounds. Um, I also do some art and freelance art, and you can find that there. Cool. Uh, Hero. Where can people see or you know feel or touch yeah, you? All right. So uh, if you want to catch one of my live performances, I am hosting Laugh Chance on June 15th. That's Friday at Chance Theater in Anaheim Hills. Heard they're uh, a great team. Yes, they are yeah. a great team. Mm -hmm. I'm, I'm ethically not allowed to plug uh, Laugh Chance, but I heard they're amazing. Yeah. And they have a very, there very is good a reason cast. you constantly mm -hmm. have me on this show, and it's usually to promote Laugh Chance. Um, <laughs> no, uh, no, if you, no. If you want to see me actually um, do comedy myself um, instead of host other people do comedy, uh, that following day, June 16th, Saturday, um, my team, Fancy Hobo, will be at the uh, Stage Door Repertory Theater, also in Anaheim Hills. Uh, that's where you can catch me live. You can also find me on uh, Facebook, Twitter. Uh, Twitter, hero is my Nemo, um, or my uh, the voted the most popular Instagram on the internet at hero Carlisle. Um, <laughs> check it out. I got a lot of cool stuff just on so there. So much content. Just, just so much content no, galore. Like it's ridiculous how much how hard it is to keep up with. How many how much years have you been I, running? <laughs> yes. Yeah. Oh, it's too much. So also, much. like I may or may not be writing reviews for the. Yeah, I'm writing reviews for the Keeg, so you can also follow me there as yeah. soon as that gets up. Yeah. All right, cool. Uh, sounds good. Sounds good. If you guys are in Orange County, uh, we are filming live from Comic Quest uh, in Lake Forest. So if you're in South Orange County, Orange County, Southern California, United States, uh, <laughs> come out to Comic Quest. They got a lot of cool stuff, uh, a lot of cool merch, as you can see on the table, that's not Amanda's, because that's Amanda's personal stuff. Uh, but the little pop figurines right over here. Uh, so uh, they got a lot of cool stuff here, comics, merchandise. Uh, gaming, so make sure you come out to Comic Quest. Uh, they're awesome, and they let us film here. And they're it's super great. cool. Uh, yeah. Oh, and Amanda used to work here. Oh, so yeah. if you want to come to Comic Quest but not see Amanda, <laughs> come on out. <laughs> <laughs> they have uh, a surprisingly large uh, gaming section. So oh, yeah. If, if you are also a tabletop gamer, yeah. mm -hmm. they were painting figurines. They were yeah. painting figurines like a week ago. Oh, there's always events happening. Yeah, there's events. Paint days, events galore. Days. Events yeah. galore. Yeah. yeah. Great. Uh, once again. Uh, once, once again, thank you guys for watching or listening to the show. Uh, I'm your host, Dimitri Pereira, and this has been The Keeg. <laughs>